Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Buddy. Uh, just a quick shout out to The Rec for hosting this podcast each week. They're awesome. And the tagline that I like is, The Rec is way more than a bowling alley. Uh, we drop a new podcast every Friday morning with a new story that will impact someone. We hope that someone is you. And again, I just want to say thank you every week to all the listeners each week who take the time to hear the stories of our guests. Please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast, give us a review, and share this podcast with your friends, family, and on your favorite social media platforms. We want to get these messages out to the people and to impact the world one testimony at a time. This morning, it's Friday morning, I'm grateful and excited to introduce my guest and friend, Tim Fondrick. Welcome, Tim. Thank you. Well, hey, it's been a while. We've been working trying to get this on the schedule, and, and here we are. It has taken a while, but uh, like you said, it's, it, it all works out in, in God's timing. God's timing is always perfect, by the way. Would you agree on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you and I started talking about lots of things. Uh, you and I have a few things in common. Uh, you've been married for 30 years, almost 31. Uh, and the funny thing is our wives still put up with us. Exactly. Uh, my <laughs> Somehow wife I wonder how, right? <laughs> I don't know how, but, uh, and my wife and I have just been, we're going to celebrate 32 years this, this, uh, August right now too. So pretty exciting and, uh, learning lots about you. I know that you like hot sauce. Yes. We were just talking about that. <laughs> okay. What's the two names of the hot sauce? And we'll, we'll get to the good story here in a moment. Okay. So, uh, my, my favorite Mexican hot sauce yeah. is, uh, called salsa ritual. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's salsa and then H U I C H O L. And it's actually made in, uh, Tepic, Nayarit, Mexico, which is where I was born. So it's yeah. my hometown. Yeah. Special. Yeah. It's well, dude, pretty and cool. because of that, I want to go try that hot sauce. Absolutely. Right? Okay. <laughs> well, hey, let me do a quick intro of you. Uh, maybe some things I know about you, but really, uh, you and I don't, we know each other, but we don't really know each other. Right. And so I'm getting to know who you are. All right. So Tim is a father, a husband, well, 30 years, almost 31, and a Christ follower. He is the co-publisher and co-founder of World Local, uh, Salem and the CEO of World Local Media Group. And I do want to hear about, you know, the name World Local and the logo. We'll get to that in a moment because um, there's a story behind it. Yeah. I, I know there is, but we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Tim was born in Mexico as a missionary kid, MK. It's kind of like PK if you're a pastor's kid. It, exactly. Okay. He is the youngest of five brothers. You probably got beat up a lot. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Mostly just my old, next oldest brother. He and I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Five, oh, yeah, it's funny, man. I, I can imagine what that would look like. Uh, he's been married for 30 years. We know about that. Uh, he and Pam, his wife, have two adult children, a daughter-in-law, and one grand fur baby. What's the, what's the fur baby? Uh, Luca. A uh, dog. A dog. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Just, just check. What type of dog? Yeah. Uh, a super mutt. Oh, super, <laughs> super mutt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's been to 49 of 50 states, 11 European countries, five Canadian provinces, many Mexican states, and two Central American countries. He and Pam love to sing together and recently had the opportunity to lead worship in Costa Rica. Uh, he was the lead varsity boys soccer coach at Western Christian School for seven years. He was in Berlin in November 1989. Sounds like a great story. I can't wait to hear it. Well, let's let's just kind of launch out. Um, talk about where you're born. You, you're born in Mexico. 
I was a missionary kid. And let's just kind of begin there and see what that looks like. Yeah. So my parents um, were were missionaries for a, for a time. They um, my dad was a pastor, uh, really at heart, and he spent some time pastoring a small church in Texas before I was born. Uh, they, he actually they spent some time in in Puerto Rico, yeah. uh, and then they felt called to the mission field and went to Mexico. And my family spent six years there in Tepic. Uh, three of those years uh, was when, I mean, I was born there. And uh, mm-hmm. then we came back to the States uh, when I was uh, three. And uh, I, I learned recently that it was just going to be like for a year and then see what God does. Well, we ended up, you know, staying and, and didn't go back. But um, yeah, that was that was a, a, a neat opportunity for us as a family. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was pretty young, so I don't have a lot of memories. Yeah. But I have been back. Uh, to to Topeka, I've been back to Mexico, but it was it's such a neat story of faith. Um, for my for my parents, they they didn't go like you know they think the mission field has really changed. It, it's it seems like like everybody you know you have to raise your support in advance and you have to do all this stuff to even qualify to go to to mission today, right? Yeah. And at the time, my mom and dad just felt called to go. Um, to Mexico, yeah, and they didn't have any support to speak. I mean, they weren't part of any mission organization. They just felt ca- called to go, and so what a beautiful example of faith for us that I still lean on many times because it, it was it was hard. You know, they they uh, th- there's one story of faith that that I I'd love to share. Yeah, uh, that please, just man. always kind of gets back to. Like, how much do we really believe in God's provision? And so the story goes, and again, I, I'm too young to remember it, so I probably have details wrong, but doesn't matter. Uh, something along these lines where where it, it was a, a pretty lean time, and uh, we were we were sitting down at the table as a family, and the only food we had in the house, what we had some bread. Uh, so we sat down. Um, my dad prayed, thank God for the bread that we had, and said amen. And there was a knock at the door, and somebody brought, somebody in the community brought jam. Wow. And like, wow, you know, you think about that story of provision just in our family. And so again, we often lean on that to uh, to remember. Well, it reminds me of the scripture, if you go back in uh, Old Testament, maybe it's a psalm, I'm pretty sure it's a psalm, but... I've never seen children go hungry or begging bread. It's not exactly the verse, but mm. you get the idea. Mm-hmm. God provides. God provides. Yeah. Yeah. And, in, you know, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And I think it's by faith that we actually, we just go. Yeah. That is faith. That's hard. That's faith. Yeah. But it isn't about us. It's about what he can do through us. So yeah, it's a great story. It's simple, but yet profound. We recently found... It was really cool. We recently found some maps that my dad had of the area, and he he actually had made grids on the on the map, and he would do little check marks like for every area that he actually went into, and and like distributed tracks. And so he, he, here are these maps with these grids, and he had all these check marks all over them. No and kidding. that was just really, really cool. 
Is your dad like, still alive? No, he's not. Your mom? My mom. No, both of them died pretty young. Wow. Okay. My, my mom was 61 and my dad was 72. Okay. So, okay. yeah, they've been gone. Uh, my mom's been gone for 26 years, my dad for 17. Yeah. So. So tell me about your siblings. You said there's there's five, you're the youngest I'm of the five. youngest, yeah. Are your brothers still around? They're local? Or? Yep. Uh, so I have two brothers here in Salem. Yeah. Uh, we were in the landscape business for a long time together. I have a brother in Vancouver, Washington. My oldest brother is in Vancouver, Washington. And then our middle brother is in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay. Far away from you guys. Far as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love family, but sometimes family just needs to be apart. Well, Who you knows? know, he went to school back east and uh, ended up getting married um, and then and stayed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oftentimes we get married and stay wherever the, wherever the wife is. Yeah. On the other hand, I, I married a gal from Virginia. I went to school in Virginia okay. and married a gal from Virginia and somehow convinced her to stay here. Okay. <laughs> so she actually came to Oregon 32 years ago this month. Hmm. And so she's been in Oregon quite a lot longer than she was in Virginia. Yeah. So. Okay. So you, you grew up in Salem. I mean, you born yep. in Mexico, grew yep. up in Salem. What, what high school did you go to? I went to Western Mennonite. Western Mennonite. Which is now Western Christian. Western Christian. Yep. So you got some good roots there. You coach soccer out there, but okay. Where'd you go to college at? I went to Eastern Mennonite College Where's in that Harrisonburg, Virginia. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Is it's that not, where you, you met her in college or what? Well, yes and no. Uh, we knew of each other. So she was a couple years behind me. And uh, she ran cross country and track and I played soccer. Yeah. And so we actually found a picture recently, like a picture of her, but I'm like running on the track. I'm pretty sure there's a, there, the, I was in the background. In, playing in, soccer. The, playing soccer. That's funny. I, I'm pretty sure that was me. Uh, but let's that just was, go yeah, with it. That, yeah, yeah, let's just go with it. We're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right. So you guys, uh, how many, you have two kids, you we said? We have two kids. How, yep. how old are they? 26, 23. Yep. Are they local here? As local, well? yeah. Our our daughter works for us full time, um, and then our son works local as well. Yeah, um, but yeah. And your daughter's the older one. She is older. She yeah. is older. Okay, yep. gotcha. Yeah. So. And then you guys for a long time had Third River Marketing. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. So that is still our official, you know, corporate name is gotcha. Third River Marketing. Yep. We, and and I'd love to tell the, the origin story of that. Man, take us uh, back. So we, in fact, so almost 16 years ago now, coming up on that anniversary, uh, we, I left my, my sales job and decided to start our own company. And uh, that was the fall of 2007. It's also when I started coaching soccer. Okay. But that year we were studying a book called Wealth, Money, and Riches Ooh. in an adult uh, Sunday school class. And in it, there's a parable by Craig Hill called Living on the Third River. And the parable is available as a separate little booklet as well, but I, I Strongly recommend you look it up. But um, so here's here's the adaptation uh, that we were so inspired by. And essentially, it tells the story of three farmers that each live on a river. And the rivers are all fed by the same snowfield in the mountains. And um, so the farmer on the first river never feels like there's enough water to, for his own needs. So he dams up the river thinking that he's going to have more. But it just kind of backfires and it's a scarcity mindset. And, and he just like he never really gets enough water. And it kind of goes stagnant. Second farmer on the second river 
generally feels like there's enough water for his own needs. He just keeps building on his own needs and doesn't care really about anybody else. And just, so it's just kind of apathy, you know, towards anybody else. Third farmer on the third river always feels like there's enough water, plenty of water for his own needs and for everybody around him. So it's very much of an abundant mindset. And so he actively builds ch uh, channels to his neighboring farms so that they can also have water. And so, you know, and you think about this from a, a resource standpoint, so the, the, the kindly old gentleman that controls the flow of water is God, and he will pour down, you know, the resources to those that are good stewards, and that those, they can, you know, create what we call channels of blessing to our neighbors and just having this abundant mindset. So wow. that inspired us to call our, our company um, the Third River at the time, changed it to Third River Marketing, but um, that- That yeah. means a lot more than just, hey, Third River. I mean, I I only, I never knew that story. Yeah. It means a whole lot more. A lot more. of people think, well, what river is that? <laughs> well, it's, it's the Third River. It's the Third River, man. <laughs> so. You ever watch the show, uh, I think it's Facing the Giants, Christian movie. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. see this old guy walking into the school one day. The coaches have a hard time. They're not winning any football games. And he walks in. The coach goes, Coach, I have a story for you. There's two farmers. One farmer, they're both praying for rain. One farmer didn't do anything, and the other farmer dug the trenches waiting for the rain. Mm. Which farmer do you think received the rain? Mm. And it's like, similar story. Yeah. But the abundance mindset. And I like the verse, uh, John 10, 10 and 11 says a thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I've come to give life and give it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. That's Jesus. Yeah. I was and, actually just thinking about that verse this morning, man. That, that, I mean, it all <laughs> yeah. lines right up. Literally. I was thinking about that verse on my walk this morning. Wow. So what, what's that mean to you? That verse, you know, it just, if we take our focus off God, then the enemy is here to, to just wreck our lives. Scarcity you know? mindset. Yeah. And it, it's so easy to lose sight of, of why we're here and yeah. what we're trying to do yeah. and our purpose. And, um, and, and again, the enemy is, is here to, to take that away from us yeah. and to take our joy away from us and to He's good put, at it. put fear. Yeah. To absolutely to put fear in our life and to put anxiety in our life. And, um, mm. yeah. What verse do you go to when you have anxiety in your life? Isaiah, um, shoot, <laughs> it's fear not. It, it just, you know, yeah. there's so many it's, it's verses simple. on it's fear, fear not. It's fear not, yeah. yeah. I posted that um, right when COVID hit yeah. and everything was shutting down. And I, I posted that on Facebook and I think I sent it out to all of our customers and, and everything, just, you know, fear not. Fear not. Because um, that's what God, you know, fear, fear is, is, is very real. Uh, and you know, it's been interesting, Pam and I, my wife, Pam, you know, we've been kind of working through fear and anxiety and different things for many years. Yeah. And we're just really, uh, trying to, trying to work through that so that God can, can help us move past, yeah. you know, yeah. that area. And the facts are, you know, fear is an emotion that may or may not even be real. I mean, I think the emotion is real. The emotion's real. Yeah. But, uh, perfect love casts out all fear. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just working past that. But we all deal with it. anxiety. You know, one of my favorite verses is um, be anxious for nothing, but mm -hmm. in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I have to say it to myself daily. 
Mm. Me too. You know, yeah. we all do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I want to hear, um, hey, I want to hear the journey of your marriage and how, how did you get to 31 years, but also you and your wife as a partnership in the worship team at church, you know, being Third River Marketing to World Local. That's interesting to me. I know you and Mike Peterson, you're not really, you have separate groups. We do. And yeah. I want to hear a little bit more about that. I really want to understand what is World Local is and and what is your purpose? Because you, you talked about purpose. Mm. Why do you do what you do? Mm-hmm. You know, so I know there's a lot packed in those questions. Yeah, but there's, a, there's a bunch to unpack there. Yeah, <laughs> unpack it all. Just, you know, whatever yeah. comes to your mind. So as you said, and, and kind of started with like a little bit about Pam and I and, and our marriage, yeah. uh, you know, one of the things that we, we, so last year we were in Costa Rica. And, I saw that. Uh, Jealous, man. We were we we all well. So we were there in August last year. Yeah. So just about a year ago, and a little early for our anniversary because it wasn't quite our anniversary yet. But it was, we decided to celebrate anyways. Because that would have been your thirtieth. That would have been our thirtieth. Yeah, is, not not would have, but yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, so yeah. and and so we decided to celebrate a little early, and and just you know we we were there for a business event, which I'll come back and circle around to Mike Peterson. Um, but the that's trouble, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Mike's awesome. The you know people would ask us like, well, what what's the secret, you know, of of thirty years of marriage and 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 a couple things, you know, I mean, you 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 and I are very 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 close. You're a year ahead of us, so. Yeah. But we have just committed to um, really being open and communicating, uh, being communicating about like and, and understanding quick quick to apologize. And, and understand we we know each other really well. Like okay, yeah, I said something that was stupid, which what you've done that before? I, I, it never happens except <laughs> every day. Every day. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so just really being uh, willing to recognize that and acknowledge that, and and understand when I say something stupid or or just that you know I know hurt her in some way or or made her feel bad or whatever, yeah. and just being willing to to acknowledge that. And then another thing that we're really work, we really work hard on is letting things go. And, you know, so when I, I'll just speak for myself, when I do stupid stuff, Pam is, she'll let it go, you know, and she doesn't hold on to that and vice versa, you know. Would you call that grace? Uh, Yes. Mercy. Uh, Mercy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if, if God can give that for us, um, how much, I mean, we should be willing to do that for others. And Amen. it's so important in in a marriage. Um, I mean, I do stupid stuff all the time, but, you know, <laughs> God, God's grace and mercy and 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 Pam's uh, willingness to put up with me. Yeah. But really look beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and having a short memory, unfortunately, our wives have really good memories. I have a really short memory, so if my wife does something bad, right. which she doesn't really do, I'll forget. She can remember what I did like 27 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. But we, and we have a rule in our house that she can't bring up the past. We, it's dealt with. It only can be current day. Yeah. Because I can't remember what I did uh, yesterday or right. last week or 27 years ago. So. Right. Well, always coming back to our faith as well. I mean, you know, there's, there's ups and downs for sure in our spiritual walk, but- but always being willing to come back to our to our faith and and keep committing, recommitting, yeah. you know, to to that as, as we go through our life, for sure. Man, that's deep. So yeah. 
So we were in Costa Rica. I'll come yeah. back to Mike Peterson now for yeah, a second. Yeah. So yeah. Mike, Mike has become a dear friend. Uh, one of the things that in, in the abundance mindset, uh, you know, that is not always easy, by the way, uh, no. you know, it, it, it ups and downs of businesses, owning a small business, uh, it can be incredibly hard sometimes uh, to lose sight of that. But one of the things that we've committed to is being part of our community and really collaborating with our colleagues versus competing. And, Amen. you know, we, there are so many times when, when somebody calls us and they might not be the right fit for us or, you know, whatever, and just building really strong relationships with our quote unquote competitors, yeah, um, because we can refer people all the time yeah. and, and we do. And Mike was one of those. So, you know, we ended up having coffee for the first time. We, we were, you know, we had connected on Facebook, you know, how that goes, but yeah. we had, we had uh, coffee for the first time about a year and a half ago. And I started asking him some questions and, you know, just about some of the people he was con uh, connecting with in our industry. And uh, we, you know, we, we became fast friends. And then fast forward about three months, I, I saw that he was going to an event. Uh, and I was, I just, you know, casually commented on Facebook. I said, Mike, is this something I should go to? And, and like within minutes, um, Karen Height, uh, commented, any friend of Mike's is a friend of ours. You yeah. should come. And before long, we ended up getting on a Zoom call. Like before we knew it, we were on a Zoom call with Karen Height and, um, and then her husband, JC, popped on. And that led to joining their mastermind group. So Mike was part of this mastermind group. He was going to the event. And, and then we joined their mastermind group. And now Mike has become a, a dear friend yeah. and uh, he is now the owner of Height PDX, which is a digital marketing uh, franchise okay. lo location. So we still do, you know, we still, we still do digital marketing. Uh, but again, he's become a dear friend and he's the reason we, we joined the mastermind and that mastermind began a relationship with JC and Karen uh, to where now we actually have a business partnership with them. So, and this is a bigger, this is uh, a, probably more of a nationwide. It is, yeah, because uh, yeah. you were local before, yep. And this is a nationwide, but then your shirt says we're local. We're local, yeah. So, so we like to say we're local and proud of it, yeah. So, okay. uh, that that's kind of if, if you if you wonder how to pronounce it, just think we're we are we're we're, we're local. local. Um, gotcha. So yeah, we we've been operating here in in Salem. We started rebranding to we're local a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and kind of now we're we're local Salem, yeah. But then we also have we're local media group, which is this partnership with JC and Karen Height, yeah. And um, and that is now we're we're licensing we're local from a brand and technology standpoint to other local entrepreneurs mm -hmm. in other cities, yeah. And that's the partnership that we have, yeah. So super excited about that. So you you've expanded your reach a little bit, uh, because before you may have had some limitations, like you're in Salem, Oregon, yeah. And now you're really in a way nationwide, worldwide, if you wanted to, but you can still work in your own space right here. So absolutely, and and that goes back to purpose. So we, you know, thinking it because we um, a year and a half ago, like kind of right before this happened, right uh, before we met JC and Karen, we, uh, you know, a, a couple things happened, but we kept asking ourselves, how can we make a bigger impact? And That's a great question. You know how and going to back to purpose, impact. How can we make a, a bigger impact? Um, 
really for for God's kingdom, right? For mm-hmm. for Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So how can we how can we imperf- as imperfect followers of Jesus, but how can we make a, a bigger impact in yeah. our local communities? Yeah. And we always kept going back to like, what do we have? Well, you know, so we've invested a lot of money, uh, blood, sweat, tears, everything that entrepreneurs do to build our local media and marketing platform over the years. And so we always kept going back to what do we have? And we, we have, we're local and, and what, what can that do? Well, through, through the marketplace. So we believe we have a marketplace ministry. You know, we've, we've been called to, um, to, I mean, kind of the, the purpose and commitment is to declare and demonstrate the goodness of God in the marketplace so that we can make a bigger impact mm. for his kingdom. Yeah. And so. That's your purpose statement. Yeah. So who's your ideal client? For for us, it's the local service business that is really kind of striving to, to grow and um, wants to u- utilize a, a combination of, of good online presence, reputation, and social proof, but really just wants to, yeah. you know, they have a mindset to grow and um, and they're local, you know, service. Is there a client, uh, just so I get really, I, I like to understand this because so many, yeah. marketing is not marketing, it's like, oh, like a million different angles and. For sure. Uh, is there like an ideal client like in town that you could showcase maybe or just talk about just as an example? Yeah, I mean, I won't necessarily mention anybody by name, but let's let's say, you know, uh, for example, we work with a lot of home service companies. Um, and, you know, so the, the trades, you know, they, they're good at what they do. Yeah. They're really good at maybe it's roofing or landscaping okay, good. or, exactly. you know, th- those types of things. He- and uh, heating, air conditioning, heating, air conditioning, they're carpet good at cleaning. what they do, but they don't know how to market. Their yeah. I mean, they, well, they don't have time. They've got, uh, uh, you know, as small business owners, we all wear a million hats. And so if we can, if we can provide some foundational marketing for them, uh, you know, using tools and systems that can help them grow, then that's what we want to be able to do and take that off their plate. So you you would sit down with uh, a company or a leader, have a presentation, and then uh, really create a plan in a way that would benefit them. At least show them what they're missing. Yeah, and and it actually starts with so one of one of the reasons. So we're local, really. I mean, we're, we want to be an impact-driven media and marketing company. Yeah. And so to that end, we actually created a process and, and a system where we can give away free business profiles to pretty much every business in town. Now, there's some there's some restrictions be, just because of our values. And, sure. you know, we want to stay family-friendly and, and kind of outside the extreme edges, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but we can start by giving away a free business profile to you know any business in town incredible. that allows them so similar to you know we've created a media company and a platform where you know similar to Facebook giving a free account or Google giving a free account we can do the same thing and and then that leads into well you know we actually can show them how to use it uh, and maximize it for their benefit and then through that process if there's an opportunity and a need to where yes they could actually benefit from some of the additional you know uh, marketing tools promotional yeah. tools etc yeah. then we can talk about you know like some of our paid programs but we can now absolutely start with with the the free you know yeah. just kind of and, and I'll give you a quick example yeah. there you know I met with a brand new uh remodeling kind of siding roofing different just kind of a guy that just has gone out 
um, on his own. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he actually thought he might need like a website, but, um, but through the conversation, he just honestly didn't have the budget. So, so we, cre we created a free profile for him to give him something at least cause he had nothing. And so this allows him to get started in promoting his company in a very community minded mm -hmm. approach because we're local and proud of it because we, we really, we don't, we, we want our entire community to thrive. I like that tagline. We're local and proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, and he may or may not be able to afford it or see the value yet to pay for it. You and I both know they need your, your service. Sure. But, but they're not there yet. They're not there yet. But yeah. when it does come time, I believe when you've given value, boom, they're going to say, Tim, you're my guy. Yep. Sign me up. And that's the, that's the entire yeah. thought process is how can we lead with value to build real relationships in a way that when they do yeah. need it or are ready for it, then then we can step in and provide that for them. You are the third river guy. Yeah, we try. You know, you, you're, <laughs> like you're, you're building uh, little waterways for different farmers to get water and you yeah, know. and that now plays into our national expansion plan because we're now in enabling or empowering other community-minded entrepreneurs around the country to do the exact same thing. And so we're open. In fact, Mike Peterson is going to be opening up We're Local Tualatin. Lewis Media Group here in Kaiser is our publisher for uh, We're Local Kaiser and We're Local Woodburn. Um, we've got somebody in Bend. We've got somebody in in Oklahoma City. We've got somebody right. in Yuma, Arizona. We've got somebody, you know. So we're yeah. empowering them to do the exact same thing. Are you We're Local Salem? We are We're Local Salem. So Pam and I own We're Local Salem, right. which is a DBA of Third River Marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. we formed a new entity with our our friends JC and Karen Height um, to do the national expansion. How cool is that? Are you stoked? Pretty super excited, yes. Yeah. So how long, <laughs> when did you start Third River? Like what year was that? 2007. Okay, good timing, right? <laughs> yes. Um, the market's crashing. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted to do, well, first of all, we had no idea what we were doing. And and that was a, a three years of like really tough, really tough. Uh, financially, I mean, you, you know, you know what that's like. I in, know in exactly what that was. 2007, 2008 time frame. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that we had no idea what we were doing. Nobody wanted to pay for anything. It, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember 2000 for me, it, it, the crash started happening, uh, 2007, but I didn't really see it until 2008, but eight, nine, 10, 11, mm -hmm. I'd say four years of pain. Yeah. So, yeah. But you know what? We didn't die. We didn't die, you know, and all, and and even though the financial ups and downs of of owning a small business, and there are many of them, yes, and there yeah. are many, you know, somebody I was talking to the other day said, "Well, yeah, I didn't take a paycheck for two years," and I said, "Yeah, I mean, you know, that's small businesses pay themselves last many times, small business owners and work more hours and work more hours, yeah. but we well, we we do that so that we can build something, and um." Yeah. So, so build a legacy, but, uh, it, it was, it was, so there's, there's a, during, I think it was that time or, or during another, another really tough time we had financially, but, um, talk about God's provision, yeah. like, you know, Pam loves popcorn and she, um, 
Like, go, uh, like if we, you're going to a movie popcorn? Like no, bucket, she, just, she makes her own popcorn, make, okay. and it's amazing. All right. So, uh, and, and we literally could not afford popcorn. And so, but my brother brought some groceries over, and it included, included a bag of popcorn. And hmm. it just was another amazing story of God's provision. It's the simple things. It's the jam that the yeah. people, I mean, it's, we don't have to do anything grandiose. It's just the simple things that really matter. For sure. You know, as you you mentioned the word legacy, you know, when you when you look at the end of your life, I don't know if you do this from a vision standpoint, like wh- what does the end of your life look like if God lets you live to your 80 or 90? What, what's a legacy look like for you? Is that important to you uh, as you live life? Yeah. What's that look like? I recently, well, recently, you know, we use that term and it's like, well, the last year or so. <laughs> and then in COVID, right? Yeah, so three. COVID timeline is like, yeah, three, four years ago. Yep. Um, I, I, about a year ago, I I gave, gave I'm not a preacher, but I, I, I was asked to to speak at our church. Sure. For, for a, a fill in. Our, our pastor was on vacation. And I spoke on Ecclesiastes uh, 7 mm-hmm. and, you know, talked about, so there's a lot of things to unpack in that packet passage, but it talked about, you know, going to, it's more beneficial to go to a funeral than it is to go to a party. And, and I think about that a lot. So like, I just went to, you know, my, my, my dad died quite a few years ago, but his, his first cousin. So that generation is, is just about gone. There's a, there's a few left, but I just went to a memorial for, for one of his first cousins. And I went to another one of his first cousins, like a couple months ago. And you think about legacy that that they have left, like one of, one of them, for example, at his ser- service, it was estimated by his family that he had read the Bible 40 times, complete mm. all the way through. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. To be honest, I'd, I've never read it all the way through, yeah. like cover to cover. Yeah. And I, that that struck me, I'm like, Wow, I, I've got some work to do. Okay, um, we're gonna hold you accountable to that, Tim. Well, yes. So here's what happened. This right after that. Yeah. Okay. Right after that, uh, JC Height, yeah, my, our business partner, challenge challenge slash invited me to read the Bible cover to cover in three months, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and Serious. It, it was. It was. I, I and I failed. Um, I, I, I got to day 200, sorry. So in the, we used the read the Bible in a year plan, you yep. know, 365 days. And so I got to two, day 200 and completely stalled out. And I was like, I, I just completely stalled out. Yeah. And so I felt like in one sense I failed. And yet here I got to day 200. That's incredible. And so now I'm slowly kind of picking it back up again yep. and I'm going to finish you can it. hold me accountable to that. I'm okay. going to finish. Love it, it just won't be in three months. <laughs> and it doesn't need to be in three months. It was a great challenge. Yeah. But uh, your salvation is not based on whether you read it in three months or not. Correct. Get back on the horse. Yeah. And even if you did read the Bible, it's like, so what? What are you doing today? Today's right. a new day. Right. And what will you do today? Right. So in terms of legacy, I mean, I don't, I don't think a lot about it necessarily, but uh, other than... Again, just kind of keep asking the question: What kind of impact can we make? And I and I, I hope it's one. I I I hope it's one that, you know, through my coaching, through you know, which I thoroughly enjoyed coaching high school soccer. Yeah. Um, 
through just um, my conversations, through the ability or through the, the, the purpose of kind of declaring and demonstrating the goodness of God in the marketplace so we can make a bigger impact for his kingdom. Um, that, that I hope will come through and that I, it, that I also really want to, um, build a, a legacy of relationship and I'll, I'll talk about my dad for a little bit. So my dad was in, he was, he was really a, truly a, a pastor at heart missionary. He ended up starting a, an appliance repair business, um, and had that for many years, but my dad was not in the appliance repair business. He was in the relationship business. 100%. We look at that all the time. It's like, we're not in the marketing business. We're in the relationship business. Right. And if we can accomplish that and build relationships, um, true, true relationships, then that's hopefully what I will be known for. Yeah. Yeah. We actually just had somebody come to our house, um, had a new dishwasher and it was somebody that might got a, got a new dishwasher, needed a new dishwasher guy came and installed it. And he knew my dad, like he had worked with my dad mm -hmm. years and years ago yeah. on just, you know, different projects, knew of him. And he just, you know, he, I love hearing stories about my dad because it, you know, for him, it's like, yeah, you know, he was a, he was an appliance repairman, but it was really all about relationships and, mm -hmm. and how he loved people and was able to, you know, uh, make an impact. Period. Period. So loving on people and impacting people yeah. for God's glory. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's huge. You know, what we do every day, you know, in the marketplace. Uh, I, I remember it was 2011. I've been in the mortgage industry for, well, at that time, probably 12 years, 13 years. And, you know, it's frustrating because the market's hard and, home values are down and I mentally had quit. And then I came home and told my wife, yeah, if I worry about that year, I'm like, I'm done. I quit. But God, God's like, no, you're actually not done yet. And so I realized it's not about what I do for a living. It's about who I'm impacting. And I think that's what you're saying is it's so much more than just a job and we're local and marketing, but how do we impact people? How do we love people? And it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, our our vocation at the moment might be our our res our, our vehicle, but it's it's not the end all. I mean, it's not you know we we need to be so much more than that. You know, if we're local, would go away today, then it, it's how can I make an impact in another way? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. for sure. What is uh, for the next uh, near future? Well, first of all, got any big big plans for your wife to celebrate her on your thirty first anniversary? Any big trips that you'll do back to Costa Rica? What does that look like for your business or personal? Yeah, so <laughs> that that uh, our whole traveling thing, like COVID, of course, messed up traveling for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, I didn't travel for two years, at least. Uh, my wife went back to Virginia to see her folks, but um, that all changed last year when we joined this mastermind. And again, thanks, Mike Peterson, if you're listening, and because <laughs> uh, he was instrumental in getting us there. But so we we in the period of in a period of like eight months, we had seven trips, uh, including no Costa Rica, kidding. Nicaragua, Dallas, Texas, a couple times. Uh, Virginia. Every time I look on Facebook, Tim Fondrick is traveling somewhere. Yes. I'm not joking. Well, it, it, it's pretty it's cool, almost oh. true. And so, in terms of what's, we just got back from Costa Rica again uh, in June. And is that like a really special place? It, it is. A, honestly, it's it's like a magical place. We got there and 
it, it it's not that I mean the the place is beautiful like the the landscape and just the the place is amazing. We were at an amazing resort, so that helps. Uh, but it's the combination of of the place, the people, um, the food, and Man. and really just the you know the connections. So well, these people that you joined up with, what's their names again? Um, JC and Karen Height. I don't know who they are. Yeah, but they. Do and are they from Costa Rica or how do you guys what why Costa so, Rica? Yeah, so th- they actually live in Nicaragua. Um, okay. She is from Nicaragua and he is from Arkansas. He's a good old boy from Arkansas. Yeah, that's they both went to college at Harding University in Searcy, Arkansas. Okay, and Christian Christian College. Yeah. And actually, she got a full ride scholarship and it changed her life. Um, you know, Nicaragua is actually one of the after after Haiti, it's the poorest country in Central America. Which is really? crazy to think about. Education levels like fourth grade, average education level, and so they decided to go to to live in and stay in Nicaragua to really with a goal of of building a or making a generational impact. Yeah. You know, speaking of you know, so they can truly make a difference there in her home country. And we actually had a chance to go there in January and spend some time with them. And beautiful people mm. just absolutely fell in love with the country. We, we're, we're So where we are in Costa Rica is literally like we went to one of the beaches and I could see Nicaragua. So it's, it's like right there right th- okay. in, the, in, the, in the area. Okay. So, but yeah. So your heart is for that area. Yeah. I mean, I think it really... It, it brought back a lot of, um, you know, going to Nicaragua and Costa Rica just kind of resurfaced some of that, like my heart for the Latin American people. And, you know, since I was born there, uh, you know, in Mexico and, and we're learning Spanish uh, si. again, we're, we're uh, yeah, we're learning. <laughs> Mi esposa y yo aprendemos español un poco. And, uh, I know what you said. <laughs> yeah, we're learning. My wife and I are learning Spanish a little. Gotcha, love yeah, it. So... But with, with the goal of being able to to really converse here locally because there's such a huge mm. uh, Latino market and uh, market not market population population yeah. uh, that we would just love to have conversations with yeah. and and be able to make an impact yeah know? so Tim this is awesome hey uh, let's let's do this let's wrap up but any last thoughts that you'd like to share and then if somebody wants to reach out and get a hold of you what's the best way? Yeah, uh, so I'm on, I'm I'm mostly on Facebook as in terms of social media. I mean, so you're older than, than the people on Instagram. I, I'm ah. I'm on Instagram, but yeah. I'm never on. I'm hardly ever yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Um, the uh, tell a quick story. So part of our part of our mastermind, Steve Weatherford. If any, are you a football fan? Yes. So Steve Weatherford uh, won a Super Bowl. He was the punter and uh, twice voted the fittest man in the NFL. Like the dude is ripped and just super fit. I love this gallery, man. And he had a, just a life-changing experience. And uh, like a, a few years back, I don't know exact timeline, but just completely turned his life around. And now he's just on fire for Jesus. And he was one of our speakers. In fact, he was our wrap-up speaker at this conference. And um what made me think of Instagram is because like he and I message each other now on Instagram. It's probably one of the only reasons I go on is just to be able to message people. Totally. But he, you know, his life was all about, you know, I mean, he's this fit dude, you know, Super Bowl champion, pinnacle of life, right? But he realized that he had nothing without Jesus. And so now he's just all, he's all in and making a huge impact 
Um, in fact, at the conference we were at, like he basically had an altar call and, and you know, led people through. He gave his testimony yeah. at this. It was not a Christian conference. I it was it, a marketing man. conference. But, and, yet. and yet we had three speakers who just did an amazing job of, of bringing God into the story. And so if we can, if Pam and I, again, going back to purpose, if we can be part of that where we can have an impact in the marketplace, um, that that's what we want to do. Yeah. Man, well so. said. Well, I'll be praying for you guys. Thank you. That God does the work that he wants to do in your life and that you'll let him and that you and Pam will be blessed because you allow him. Yeah, thank you. Well, Tim, thanks for being a part of our show today and sharing your life. And um, I mean, I want to go to your mastermind, by the way, man. I, I know I'm not part of your group, but I want to be there, right? Like, We've already booked our tickets for next year. And you have to be part of the company, man. It's not like an outside source coming in, but yeah, it'd yeah. Be, be cool to... I'm inspired by that. I, I love that. So, Thank you. Well, hey, let's wrap up. And uh, thanks again for being part of our show. We thank you guys that listen every week. We appreciate you. I uh, pray the Tim story will impact somebody, and I hope, it, you know, hope that person is you. And if you want to reach out to Tim, hop on Facebook. You can find him. Uh, if you can't find him, find me, and I'll help you find Tim. And uh, he has a passion and a desire to impact the world for God's glory. That's what I heard. Amen. So thank you all. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks, buddy.